Hello and welcome back to the Key Arsenal podcast. It's episode 91 today. Hope you're all doing well. I'm your host, Matthew Key, and I'm delighted to be joined by two lovely co-hosts. Today, we've got Madeline and Dad. How are you both doing? Doing well, thank you. Good, thanks. Good, good. Love the enthusiasm, Madeline. Um, well, it's been a couple of weeks since our last episode due to the international break. Um, obviously, had a week off. Uh, some ways, it was nice. Um, the England games were actually enjoyable for once, but um, a week with no football was a bit boring. Uh, but we are back at the weekend, um, back against Leeds. We're going to get into that because it's it's been a very good week. Um, been a very good week for the men, been a very good week for the women, and been a very good week for the academy. We are going to get into all of that in this episode. But I'm going to start with the weekend itself and um, Saturday afternoon. Um, Dad, it was it was one where we sort of had, we obviously had one eye on our game, but it was not one of those where we were hoping that Man City might drop some points, Liverpool might do, do us a favour. Um, obviously, it didn't happen in the end. Um, how do you think the what did you make of sort of the the pre match talk when Arteta was asked afterwards about did what did the players watch it or what have you and then the response on the pitch afterwards because obviously it all went well. Um, I actually believe him. I don't think they did watch it. They might have known the score. Um. I, I, like probably most Arsenal fans, were desperately hoping Liverpool might, for a change, do us a favour. That didn't come to be. And I suspect they'll do even less of a favour this weekend. But, um, yeah, I think he's right. All you can do is look after yourselves. And after that, do, there's not much you can do. You know, if City win, or City draw. There's not much we can do about it, so we just need to do what we did, win the game, move on. Absolutely. Um, And for you, Madeline, as well, obviously we've sort of been in in this position, the, the two of us, where we've been hoping on Man City dropping points for ages, but... um. Apart from sort of taking a bit of a shock lead, Liverpool never really looked like doing anything and I suppose it, it helped in a way because it sort of allowed everyone then to pretty quickly focus on the job that we had in hand. Yeah. Um, I, I said a while ago I expected them to get maximum points from now to the end of the season. I still think they will. Um, I would have preferred Liverpool to not give me any hope that they were going to get something out of the game. Um, but even when Liverpool were good, they didn't seem to get anything at the Etihad. Um, but yeah, as as you say, I think when the third went in, it was pretty obvious that there was no way back for Liverpool. Everyone could start to shift focus onto our game, but 
even even if they had obviously dropped points, there was still there's not really much point in them dropping points if you then drop points. Um, so yeah, I think I think probably Arteta had them all switched on to task at hand. That's not to say the game wasn't on. I don't know, you know, football's football. You watch football, um, but I don't think they would have expected them to drop points necessarily. Um, so yeah. And moving on to ourselves, then we didn't really get the chance to talk about it because it was a, a long way before the actual game, the, the last episode. But um, Leeds stars, uh, never quite sure what to expect, are you? Um, obviously, had Jesse March at the start of the season, were very inconsistent. Here, bad patch. He got um, sacked. Javi Grazia, that's that's there now. Um, Sometimes there looks like there's an improvement. Sometimes there doesn't. Uh, never, as I say, never quite sure what you're gonna get from them. They won four two against Wolves away, which could look a very big three points for them coming the end of the season. They obviously won last night as well against Forest. So it was, it was no idea really what what to expect from them. Uh, I think that's the thing with Leeds at the moment. You you know, I'm going to say you never get an easy game with Leeds. They'll work hard, they'll run. Um, but I'm going to say to you, you never know totally what you're going to get. Ironically, I was thinking about last year's game and we absolutely battered them. Went one nil up, Luke Gadling got sent off and hung on. Um so, again, they weren't great this time last year. They're a bit of a strange side, but you know you're not going to get an easy game. So, um, in fairness, they, um, till we scored, they were making it difficult. So, um, once we'd scored, it's a different game for them. They, they'd obviously got a game plan to try and sit in attack on the break and and hope hope to nick a goal and as the game goes on that obviously works for you but once we'd scored especially the time we scored um probably changed the game plan a bit yeah i mean it wasn't quite a five minutes before half time good time to score a goal but it was close enough when i suppose you could well, if you were Leeds, you'd have probably started thinking about the the half-time whistle. Um, as Dad says, Madeline, it was a bit of a frustrating start, I suppose, um, for us. And again, I suppose something you wouldn't necessarily expect from Leeds is you'd always expect them to uh, provide a bit of a threat um, going forward. But um, from what people were saying and from the highlights and stuff like that it seemed like they were defending very um solidly for the first half an hour or so again just just shows never quite sure what to expect and at this point of the season no game is ever going to be easy yeah uh we're probably a bit flat um maybe coming in from 
uh, after the international break. Um, players trying to judge minutes. Obviously, Arteta sort of been judging minutes. Um, maybe the different little things, just like having not not a criticism of him, but literally having Trossard out on the wing rather than Saka gives you a different thing to think about as, as the midfield and whatever. Leeds did a good job on keeping Odegaard quiet for most of the game. So, they to be fair, they were they were well organised. Um, and, yeah, they were. They were. They had they obviously gave us the scare, sort of, what was it, eight seconds in once again. Um, and defensively, they did look solid and they, they probably should have got to half-time at 0-0. Um, had... Ex Arsenal Academy uh, graduate, not not helped us out slightly, um, because we didn't we didn't really test Melier that much, um, so yeah, they were they they did seem to be certainly a lot more organised than the Leeds teams we played already since they've been back in the Premier League. Yeah, I think that's a, a fair assessment. Um, obviously, as Madeleine alluded to there, Dad, we sort of had an idea in our head that Saliba wasn't going to be playing. Still, still not sure about about the weekend either. But the reports were certainly um, the Leeds game he was going to be missed. So obviously, no surprise to see Rob was in there. But the the shock team is was that that, that Saka was um, on the bench, and as we found out, it was. Was due to illness, um, not quite fit enough to start, but well enough to to be in the squad at at some part. Um, that's that's the first time in in ages we've had to start a game without him. I can't remember the exact game, but it was four hundred odd days or something. So we're talking over a year. Um, I'd go on, Madeline. I believe it was the three two against Man United last year. Away at United. Yeah, I remember. Smith Rowe scored. I think that was it. Yeah, um yeah, I sort of remember that. Um but yeah, obviously someone that's become so reliable from us and someone that we're always saying God, we'd be in trouble or we wouldn't like to see us play without Saka. Um, so I suppose an, an interesting thing to see how how we played without him, but obviously not something that we, we're going to want to do in these crucial nine games that we've got left. No, I would have personally quite like to see him stay on the bench and not come on at all, but... Obviously, Mr. Arteta and her mind to question him knows far more than me and, and brought him on. But it was encouraging that we we created without him. We've won without him playing most of the game. So a good thing, I think. And I think it shows with Jesus back, you've got Trossard, you've got Martinelli. The, the fact that the three seem to be able to swap across the front line and likewise sack him when he's playing shows them quite hard to defend against, I would say. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, that was something they they focused on 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 match of the day was um, the sort of movement around of of the three of them because uh, obviously we've seen Trossard play in the whether you want to call it a false nine, whether you want to call it as a as a proper striker since. Uh, since he's he's come to the club and got his his run of starts, but with Jesus back, obviously when he came played up the middle, Trossard was the the wide player on the right. That's the position that we used to see in Sakharin, Martinelli obviously on the left. Um, and clearly it was it was something that was that was effective. Um, and Jesus's first start back, obviously it's something that we've been waiting for um if, i'm not sure if it was something that we were expecting at the time um i'm not sure if saka was fit whether he would have started or it would have um or if someone else would have would have missed out but came in and what we've all been saying for weeks and from from this injury the most important thing was to was to get him scoring again, and in the end, it didn't matter how it happened. Uh, penalty it was, and penalty that he tucked away, Dad. Yep, oh, I'd say not the greatest penalty in the world, but nice to see him score the penalty. Nice to see him have the. Um, Confidence to take a penalty. I mean, I don't quite go with all the media. Oh, he hasn't scored since whenever. Yeah, part of that's true, but then you had a World Cup and then he's been injured. So I don't know how many games it actually was, but they prefer to say, oh, he hasn't scored since October. Well, um, yeah, good to see him score. Good to see him have the confidence to score. And then score another so you know maybe it was a little bit of a weight off his back and hopefully plenty more to come yeah absolutely i'll come on to that second in a minute because that was very very nice goal um on the penalty madden we were, we were watching it when when it got awarded we weren't quite sure who was going to step up because obviously Zach has taken them all in the in the last couple of years scored all of them so has sort of got that that role sort of made it his own now um but without him playing we weren't sure whether it was going to be Erdegaard um Jesus I'm sure Martinelli would have wanted to to step up um, after after the Europa League, but I suppose it's a stage where you back any one of them to score, but we're in a position where we can't be sort of handing out freebies and chances to score on a plate because, as we said, that first goal was always going to be really crucial and after not playing well, it was really important that we, we scored it. Yeah, I have to say, I, I thought Odegaard would take it. He took a really good penalty in, in the penalty shootout against Sporting. Um, but obviously gave it to Jesus. I don't know if that was... I presume that was something they obviously discussed prior. Um, 
I'm not sure I'd go against whatever Mikhail told me, so I can't imagine they do either. Um, but yeah, I think obviously I think the the second choice penalty taker technically at the club will probably be Jorginho as well, but obviously he wasn't on the pitch either. Um, but yeah, I think it was important for for Jesus to to get get the goal to sort of set him on his way, and it was quite what did look quite relieved after he'd scored it but yeah as you say Matthew as well you can't really give out those sentiments because yeah if if you miss that penalty the, the confidence boost that gives Leeds as well um and the extra weight that that goes on Jesus who as you mentioned hadn't scored in since October so um yeah probably hopefully an important penalty in terms of how important he's going to be for us to the end of the season um so yeah and and nice nice to see that there was no arguments either uh, over the penalty i think sometimes when there's not the number one penalty taker on the pitch you sometimes see teams having a little bit of a argument or heated discussion over who might take it but they were clearly quite unanimous in their decision Yeah, as you say, that's that's always nice. So you feel like whenever there's an argument before a penalty and someone says, no, I'm having it, you always feel like it's, it's going to end badly whenever you see it on the telly. So good job that wasn't the case. Um, but yeah, we went in at, at half-time, 1-0 uh, up. Um, at that point, I suppose it's this season we always feel confident now when we've when we've got that goal up and as we said it would have would have knocked Leeds a bit and it's just about getting the the second at that point and he's becoming a bit of a goal machine isn't he Benny White at, at right back dad it took a took a long time to get off the mark but he started he started to arrive at the at the back post yeah arrived at that back post at great speed mm. Obviously, deliberately put it in just under the bar there, just off the bar. A nice, spectacular look. Um, but yeah, like you say, took him ages to score. Now, what's that two in the last four? Two and three. Can't remember two and four. Um, yeah, and in fairness, he's uh, he deserves a bit of success because I don't know what went on with England. Clearly upset somebody. He's probably been the best right back over the last few months, and I admit Reese James has been injured. But in fairness, I'm quite happy with him not playing for England, and he's scoring goals, so even better. Yeah, I mean, we, we've said for a, for a while, Madeline, that it was a, a weird one that he hadn't managed to to get in the get in the score sheet this season because he's always taken up the the good positions and contributed a lot in in the attacking areas. Um, and I'm not saying it's going to become a become a regular thing, um, popping up with a goal, but it is the sort of thing that you would expect to to happen every now and then with the, as I say, with the positions that we take up and the way that Arteta likes to get both of them forward and 
the wingers on the inside as well. Yeah, um, he's obviously got quite a few. I feel like he's got quite a few assists this season. That might be wrong. That might be illusion. And a lot of them might be, oh, I've done a sideway pass to Bakayo Saka, who's spanked one in the top corner. Um, but, yeah, no, he does He does seem to get himself in those positions. Um, I did think maybe it was because sort of our two main strikers in Jesus and Nketiah do tend to be what, some would call penalty box poachers. So maybe genuinely the ball just never gets to the back post. Um, or if it does, there is normally Saka there. Um, but And also, obviously, he is, as much as Arteta likes to get both fullbacks forward, he's probably the more defensive of the two. Um, certainly at the beginning of the season, I think he was a little bit not apprehensive to go forward, but maybe steered more on the side of caution um, as Zinchenko made his way over basically to the right wing position. Um, so, yeah, but I'm still fuming I've not seen a Ben White go live in HD. Um, but he, yeah, no. No, nothing more to add, to be fair. I do agree with you, Dad. I think he's been the best right-back in the league over the last few months, um, especially consistently. I know he had that run of about two games where he wasn't very good, and everyone decided that the solution to us winning games again was to most definitely take him out the side, which uh, didn't go very well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and I'll I'll stay with you as well, Madeline, for the for the third goal. Um, something that we, he, as I say, he's not been here very long, but something we've got used to seeing is those tricky feet of of Trussard in in the the box. Um, it's actually incredibly a one-two that he plays with with Jesus. Jesus knocks it off, and like I say, lovely bit of feet from Trussard and. Say so the penalty's one thing, but getting Jesus a goal from open play really will do a lot for his for his confidence. Yeah, I, I've spoke about the relief at the penalty. He looked even more relieved at the open play goal. Uh, yeah, no, Trossard. I mean, I I think I said if he contributes to about three goals. He will have done well for us, and I think that's now eight um, in the league. So, yeah, just he is almost a similar player to Jesus in a way. They both sort of want to do the same thing, um, make similar runs. But I thought he was really good again. Um, the the awareness to, to wait for Jesus to to make the run into the box, even though there was other players already in the box. I think a lot of players would have got the ball and sort of fired it straight across the face of goal or tried to shoot themselves. Um, but the awareness that he had, uh, even though they've clearly not played together very much, if at all, um, was really impressive. Um, yeah, another another assist for him, a goal for Jesus. Win, 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 really. 
yeah, uh, I think, yeah, it's the it's the little faint I like, as if he's going to shoot and then delays it half a second more. But, yeah, nice to see it's a nice goal. 10 out of 10. And we've talked about him a lot, Dad, but Trossel, we've got to say once again, he just looks a smarter and smarter signing after every single game. Obviously, we had the, the Fulham game where he got he popped up with the, the free assist then. Um, the Palace game when he when he got another one and obviously Saturday as well. And not only that, just the, the way he's blended into the team, it's just been been absolutely flawless and again we've said it before but he might not have been the the number one target but there's absolutely no way that, that we'd swap him now we've given the choice no no he's I'd, I'd have to say um I'm surprised how well he's fitted in um if I'm perfectly honest, I didn't think it would go that well. Like you, I thought, well, if he contributes a few, that'll be good. Um, but he's he has contributed a lot. He works really hard. Um, and I know it's not just about whether you run about a lot, but he runs and closes down space intelligently he's looking round he's not just running blindly um so when you've got martinelli you've got jesus you've got trossard or you've got saka or whichever combination of them all um they're not giving teams a lot a lot of time to play the ball out at the back and you, and you're winning the ball up the up up the field or nearer your opponent's penalty area um which obviously helps you know he, he's not the sort of man who's going to gallop 60 70 meters with the ball out pacing everybody um he's a different different type of player but I, the, the thing i've noticed is he's in his intelligence when he's closing down his movement off the ball when we've won the ball back, very good. And I, and, and again, you know, you've got Zinchenko. Well, he's you've got Martinelli who works hard as well, and all of those parts go to make the the whole. So, yeah, I think he, I think he's done better than we all probably. Even the most optimistic Arsenal fan would have thought. I'm probably a bit upset we didn't get a certain player at the time, but maybe over time it, you know, that that will still be seen as a disappointment. But at the moment, it's not. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a that's a key point to make that obviously in the long long term we we don't know what's going to happen but if this season he comes in helps us wins the title is that sort of i suppose that that finishing piece um that we needed at the time then yeah has you couldn't 
really ask ask for any more than that already. He's sort of whatever happens after this season, he's done what what we hoped. So um, yeah, and Madeline, do you, do you think when when Arteta jokes about his about his, about his wild dreams that um, Trossard being that good, he did ever think. He ever had this sort of vision of him? Um, what do you think? That's just Arteta being being Arteta having a bit of fun. Um, if I try to predict predict what went on in that man's head, I don't think I'd ever be able to go about my day. Um, so I I don't think even he thought he could have been this good. Um, I think he was sort of hoping that he would provide a decent backup for your wingers, your striker, whatever, um, in a way where he was not expensive and already knew the league. Um, I, I don't think he ever, he ever thought that he'd be as good as he is, no. Um, but as I said, that man's brain is probably about six times the size of mine. So, um, yeah, anything could be going on in there and probably not even 2% of the population be be able to understand it. So, Yeah, um, I say, don't, don't know what to say about him anymore. It's just... What he's done is is just unbelievable. Um, obviously, Dad, I'm not going to dwell on it too much, but again, was very disappointing to to concede a goal. Um, albeit it was a horrible deflection. That's two home games in a row now where we've been in complete control and managed to not even let a team back into the game. Just conceded goal of Ramsdale hates it I'm sure the defenders all hate it and as I say I'm sure Arteta especially hates it um, but go down the other end and Mr Jacker's found his goal scoring boots or goal scoring head this time um, I suppose for you that, that must have been flashbacks to sort of old school midfielders running running into the box and, and nodding one past the goalkeeper Yeah, I mean, fantastic run by Xhaka. Lovely pick out by the ever-wonderful Mr Odegaard. Um, Xhaka finding his way to school. Again, I can't remember how many he's got this season, but that's two or three he scored fairly recently. That might even be three. Um... Yeah, good move, lovely ball, really good run. Might question some of the defending, but I'm not, because we scored, don't care, don't care about anybody else anymore, so it's all about us. And it, it is nice to score having conceded, slightly annoying that we conceded, but... Uh, well, in fact, when I say slightly, it's very annoying we conceded. Like the Crystal Palace game, shouldn't have conceded. But 
we did. But if you concede and then go up the other end a few minutes later and score, it's not quite so bad. Yeah, absolutely. You don't leave with that sort of disappointment that the last goal you saw was an was an opposition one. Um, okay, well, we'll come on to Liverpool in a in a second in a while. Um, but I'll do slightly more in order today. Um, Madeline, obviously, last time we spoke, the the women had just lost to Bayern Munich. We said at the time that we were in a still in a good position in that tie um and yeah a brilliant performance from the girls got us through let you talk about that and also the fact that then having played for there's about 10 minutes of added time at the end of it and then to to play three days later against man city right up there this season again be be one down come back to win go girls are on fire at the minute aren't they Yeah, uh, starting with the Bayern performance, we were unreal. I said to you I felt like we could definitely get something, but I think a part of me was a bit worried we we would regret not coming away from the away game with at least a draw. Uh, but we were, especially factoring in Kim Little went off injured. I, when I saw that, a lot of the hope I had was gone. Um but we were, I think, different gravy is the term I would use. Um, Freedom Arlem's goal, which I'm sure by now everyone's seen, was outrageous, to say the least. Um, Steena's obviously got a bit of confidence back, found some form, um, with a obviously a, a header from a really nice McCabe uh, cross. Um and I think what was arguably more impressive was the control we managed to keep for the rest of the game because um, it would have been quite easy to get a bit excited or and, and lose control of that game, especially, as I say, without Kim Little. You know, Bayern got one of the best midfields in Europe at the moment. Um, defensively, they're strong. They've conceded four goals in the Bundesliga all season. Um, and, yeah, I think... I think they dispatched someone about 6-0 the weekend before. Um, so, yeah, it was a it was a big ask and it was a big, big shift from from all of them involved, from, from starters to, to substitutes. Um, and then obviously heading into the City game on, on Sunday. Um, I didn't... I, it was, again, I sort of went in with hope and there was quickly diminished for our first half performance um we were i think it's safe to say abysmal um we let bunny shaw control the game um probably should have been 2-0 down lauren hemp missed an absolute sitter uh someone of her quality you'd expect to put that in the back of the net but we kept ourselves in the game d'angelo made some some really good saves um and again, just found a way to to equalise. Again, Freedom Arnhem, less less good goal this time. More for the love of God, will one of you just put the ball in the back of the net? 
Um, but so often this season, she's she's been the player that that we've turned to, especially in the absence of um, Viv and, and Beth. We've needed someone to step up and score goals, and she's done exactly that. Um, still only like twenty two, which is a bit mental to think about. Um, and then Katie McKay redeemed herself from her earlier antics. Um, an absolutely leathered one in the top corner. Um, yeah, a brilliant week. Two brilliant, two very differently brilliant performances. Um, yeah, a lot of momentum to build on. Obviously, the Champions League, I'd say it's important in the women's game. It's growing season on season. Um, and a lot of players do now look to... Not necessarily whether you've won the Champions League, but where where are you getting to year on year out, year in year out? Sorry, um, can they see improvements in what's going on? Obviously, we have the helping hand of we regularly get good attendances at the Emirates, um, so yeah, the 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 whole club seems to be going in a really good direction, and it's good to see that the women's side have really been picked up along that. Um, and are continuing to grow, which I think what there's there's some really big success coming for this team at some point in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. It certainly looks like that, and I would say with all the injuries as well, it's quite incredible. They've the fact they've already won something are in line for for two more. Um, so obviously it's Wolfsburg in in the semi final. Um. What do you reckon? If you had to pick, do you think we've got more chance of getting through that or more chance um, winning winning the, the WSL? Uh, what, ju- just winning the semi-final? Yeah, getting through to the final. Uh, I think we probably have more chance of getting through to the final than we do the WSL. Um... Wolfsburg, not to be underestimated. Again, their midfield is unreal. Um, they obviously beat us last year, but this season Bayern have been better than Wolfsburg domestically. Um, so it will be interesting to see. Again, it'll be another, hopefully should be another close one. Um, it's difficult to call, but I definitely do feel as though we can we can make it through and, and get to the final. Um, but yeah, and as I say, that that WSL looking at quite closely that Man United game with about half our starting eleven out. Um, yeah, I think the momentum will be good. I don't know if the international breaks come at a good time or a bad time. Uh, if you can get if we can get players back fit. Obviously, it would have come at a good time, but we're in quite a good space at the moment. Um, so, fingers crossed no one gets injured on international duty. And fingers crossed we can get the likes of Ford and Catley, at least, uh, back for for that United game. But I do think we can make it to the Champions League final. Yes, well, fingers crossed that that happens. We shall keep an eye on it. Um... Late April, early May, those two games are. Um, and Dad, uh, yesterday we w- we watched the the academy, the under eighteens. Um, we've watched them 
a few times this season. Uh, this was the, yeah. the semi-final. Um, you would have to say was not as good as I've seen them previously. Um, and it looked like we were heading for a dreaded penalty shootout. But um, just like we've seen a few times with the, the men this year, they've come up with a really late goal um, and won it and shown shown a great amount of character to do so. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to say it. City had had a player sent off very early. We've gone one up. Um, City are a good side. I mean, them and Chelsea have been the two dominant sides in youth football the last few years. No surprise. Um, Looked like we were in reasonable control. Conceded late on. Um... And that's hard. You know, you, you probably, you, you're playing with a man more, you think this shouldn't be happening. But again, they've picked themselves up, played quite well in the, as they probably should do in the additional time. Um, and that, well, I don't even know how many seconds from the end winner, but a, a, a really, really good result. Um get to the final and then I'm trying to think Southampton and I can't remember who Southampton are playing uh, sorry Madeline West Ham West Ham could be a, could be a really good final I mean it's a long time again since we've won won that um, perhaps that team didn't quite Bear all the promise you thought it would winning the the youth cup, but you, you've got Wilshire through it. You've you've got other players that have played up and down the leagues, including Mr. Ailing. Um, you know, and I think it's quite encouraging. It. I think the the other important thing is keeping hold of some of those players and not letting them get poached by other teams all through probably more money at them than we would but as seen by other players who left our youth set up in the summer and have gone elsewhere into other London clubs financially probably better off um, probably taking a step back in his career not sure what will happen ultimately now Uh, he might be sold off in the summer Who knows? So, yeah, very encouraging. It was good to see. Good to see themselves pick themselves up from conceding that equaliser late on. Um, and there are two or three in there that I think will make it. So, good to see. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like some really good players as we've said sort of throughout the season some really good players in the academy some really good players out loan we interesting to see what happens with them um right liverpool away um i think those two words alone are enough to strike fear into the hearts of most arsenal fans 
over the last few years. Dad's already shaken his head, shut shut his eyes with the the dread of of it coming up. Um, we're horrible there. Um, ten years ago, since we last won, I can't remember the last time we even managed to get a draw in the league. Um, and yeah, it's got the got the added pressure of um, the situation that we're in. But also, I suppose, Madeline, the added pressure of the fact that although they've still been relatively good at home, there's actual expectation for us to get some sort of result. Yeah, I think it's maybe less expectation, more a need. Um, because I, I'm not, I can't think of a single Arsenal fan that genuinely thinks we're going to turn up there and rock up and stick three past them. Um, it's just a horrible place to go. Like, I don't, I just. I hate everything about it. Um, yeah, we... I mean, whether they've rested players yesterday for this game or because Klopp thought they need, I don't know. Um, it's a horrible place to go. We've never been very good there. Even when we have been good, we've not been good there. In recent years, when we've not been so good, we've tended to actually tend to start the games quite well, only to shoot ourselves in the foot, normally through lack of individual judgment of, oh, let me knock this ball across the box. Oh, oh look, there's Roberto Firmino. Um, yeah, so they tend to have a lot of players that have a very good scoring record against us. Uh, Firmino, Jota especially. Uh, Thiago seems to, without fail, always make it back to be fit for this specific game. Um, even though he played so little for them in recent weeks, I'd forgotten he was still there. Um, they are there to be got out defensively. Uh, Touchwood, especially down our left-hand side. Um I, having watched them against Man City, they weren't very good defensively. I don't know if playing home or away can make that much of a difference as to how good you are defensively or whether it's a lot of a psychological thing as to what the other the opposition, how they attack you. Um, realistically, if we're going to get a result at Anfield, it'll probably be this season. Um, but... Yeah, it, it's a different feeling to how I've gone into Liverpool games in the past. Normally because I go in expecting us to lose and having already written it off as points we were never, ever going to get. Um, however, we can't really afford to write them off as points we're never, ever going to get. Um, we're sort of a, a horrible point in the season where I'm more than expecting Man City to get three points against Southampton. So... Anything but three points is going to obviously be detrimental. Um, but I think if we can win there, the psychological boost that that will have for this team, 
obviously the points boost. Um, and yeah, maybe like we were talking earlier about expecting Man City to, to get three points, this might again be a game they're expecting us to drop points in. Um, so if we can go there and prove a point, that'd be really, really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, I've, I'm not as worried about our psychological sort of mindset going into it because obviously we've seen us win at Tottenham, which we hadn't done for years, other places, um, Chelsea, etc., etc. It's more, it's more them. They just seem a completely different team at Anfield for whatever reason. I mean, they're eight for whatever they are in the league. They've lost one time at a home all season. That was to a last minute lead to winner. So for whatever reason, they're just a completely different animal at, at Anfield. So don't just expecting them to be as good as and as intense as ever. Um, Dad, is it possible to say that a point would, would be a good result or... Because, I mean, normally it would be, but are we just too far at this in at this point to say, say that it no, would be? No, I, I would still say, I'd still say a point's a good point. Um, you know, we got nine games, comes down to eight. You know, City, they're, they're quite capable of going and winning the next ten. But a point would make, I think, psychologically would be good for us because we we just don't win there. We don't get anything there. In fact, a number of times we've had a good hide in there. So um, I think a point would be a good point. Obviously, in your perfect world, you'd you'd win. They don't drop many points at home. They are very good at home. Um, and I think they've probably got a point to prove. Um, they wouldn't expect to be where they are. And they'd probably expect to be somewhere near where we are. So, um, yeah, it's. I'll probably take a point at this moment in time. And obviously, when Madeline's cheering for Southampton in her little kiosk serving tea, um, Obviously, they're going to turn City over, so we'd be another point in front. I'm I'm giving all the City players the half-cooked pies, that's for sure. Yeah, good girl. Get the lasagna out, I reckon. Um, I suppose that, we again, we're not sure about, about Saliba. It's looking increasingly likely that he's not going to play. Um which again is a number issue in itself. Uh, but other than that, we we sort of know how the team is going to look. Other than the fact now that we've got four um, of the attacking players fit, and three of them will will obviously start, and four into three doesn't go. So, I this the really difficult question, and it's difficult to make a case to drop any of them is. If you had to pick, who's who's going to be the one that's that's going to miss out?
That is a very, very good question. Um, you would say um, you, you can't see Jesus being dropped. You can't see Martinelli and you probably can't see Saka. That's probably Trossard, but I'm not sure. Mr. Arteta might yet surprise me. Madeline, do you think that way? And I suppose you can answer this as well, Dad. Do you, do you agree with that? That it's it should be Trossard, or you think it will be Trossard? I, I honestly couldn't say I, who I, it should be. I'll go on, Madeline. Sorry. Oh, I was I was basically I I think. It's harsh to drop any of them. I can't see it being Martinelli or Saka that don't start. Personally, I think the toss-up, as you say, is between Jesus and Trossard. Um, I've literally... I could not pick who right now. You Maybe Jesus is a more natural striker. Um... I've no doubt Trossard will have a part to play, but at the same time, he has actually already scored a hat-trick at Anfield this season. So, it's 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 a really difficult one. I did think maybe Trossard, having not necessarily played, obviously playing against Liverpool, where he's always gone in as an underdog, maybe the psychological thing is less. I don't know. Um, I don't know what Jesus' record was like against Liverpool um, I literally could not pick who will start that game and I'm not envious of the, of Mikel having to pick um, Trossard certainly doesn't deserve to be dropped but we've just said about Jesus having a confidence boost from scoring two goals so could not pick And I'm I'm exactly the same as you. Um, I think mean, when you when you look at the stats, you you can't point towards dropping Trossard as you say, Mali. He scored a hat trick against Anfield at Anfield already this season. Um, it's just it's just some something about him says that he's gonna be he could be really good in that that game. And wouldn't it be nice if the same way as you've mentioned, they've got Jota and Firmino. Wouldn't it be nice if we found someone that always scored against Liverpool would be be a lovely thing and maybe maybe Trossard could could be that guy but it's it's so difficult to to say you genuinely can't can't pick between all that I'm not sure how how Mikel will pick before him and I'm not sure how soon if it isn't going the way he wants it how soon he'd, he'd change it either but it's a difficult one, but I suppose that is a, it's a nice problem to have and a problem we've not had in a in a long, long time. Well, I was about to say, it's a really nice problem to have and it's a problem, I cannot remember the last time we had that sort of problem at, at Arsenal where you got four players up front and you, you don't know which of the three 
you'd start with. That's a long, been a long time, and it and it's four that are actually all playing well and contributing. I know Trossard perhaps hasn't scored many since he's joined, but his assists are through the roof. So, um, no, but it would be really hard not to play Saka. And it would be really hard not to play Martinelli. And I, I'm, I, I couldn't tell you what Jesus's record's like at, at Anfield. I don't know if he's scored there. He probably hasn't been on the losing team very often, though. And you know we'll have to work. Um, so, yeah. All you need is Eddie back and and Saliba, but I don't think we'll have Saliba back. It's slightly worrying. But that's the way it goes. Yeah, I mean it's not really something something you want to think about. Holding's done well in his, his two games, but it's a whole different ball game and it'd be a, a real loss to not go into that game with Saliba, but yeah, on the contrary, you've got that those four four to pick from, and then either way, you've got at least one decent option on the bench. But who it will be and what will happen, we don't know, and we will find out next week. Um, it's Sunday four thirty again. That just makes it that even slightly more harder that the as if the Anfield crowd weren't going to be up for it. Enough, there will be even more, but we'll have to see. And as we've said many times this season, this is a different Arsenal, and hopefully they can they can prove that once again. And yeah, if we can get a result there, a point, as you say, Dad, I think would be a good result. The three points you really would, at that point, be be able to dream um, of getting over the finish line. Um, but say so we we'll, we will see, and we'll be back next week to discuss how it all unfolds but until then thank you both for joining me um couple weeks summary after the international break and say nice that not just the men but the women and the academy have been doing so well so thank you all for joining me thank you all for listening and we'll be back next week till then goodbye <laughs>